Is it show? Yes. Is it show? Program. Program. Maddie McCurdy program. Tell us when and we'll do We'll do your intro. We'll do you welcome. have a specific oh, intro? Oh. No, welcome, welcome back. The, no, okay, start over. <laughs> welcome, welcome back, back to, to the, the Maddie McCurdy program. program. <laughs> I'm making, I'm going to make that the, uh, I'm going to add that to the soundtrack. Please. That'd be so fun. Do fire. it. You should. That'd be awesome. Hey. <clears throat> That's. That's good. Are you cool with that? Let's dive in. Okay. I'll just try to dive in. But welcome, Ali Mal, to the podcast. Thanks Thank for you. just recording my intro Thanks piece. For Thanks for having us here. We're really excited to be here. <laughs> you don't have to look at the camera. <laughs> I think it's funny. It adds character. It's like The Office. I feel like I'm going to start sweating. I feel like... you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think this episode is going to be lots of laughs. I, I hope so. That's what it's going to be. Um, so... I don't know even where to dive in with you guys because this is just kind of uh, this kind of came out of the blue, sporadic. Got a face. How about our um, our age? Right? No. Where we're from? <laughs> how we met? Your Instagram handles? Yep. All your social. You? We can. I'm just gonna stop looking at the camera. <laughs> I, I I will. Well, yeah. We should probably look at yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a conversation. It's an interview, us. right? Are you interviewing us? Um, it's not just me and I you. I would say it's more of a conversation. <laughs> oh. It's a discussion. A discussion. Okay. An interview makes it sound like it's like. Let me ask you a question. Now you respond. Now oh, let me ask you okay, a gotcha. <clears throat> so you guys are obviously friends. We've just become friends within the last last few months. Few months, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, but I, I'm curious. You guys have such a good friendship. The mm. two of you together. Just oh, kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, no, I just kidding. Um, you guys have such a good friendship together in chemistry, and like you guys literally FaceTime me the other day and were like, "Let's come on, the, can we come on the show?" So, I think I'm curious. I don't think a lot of people have. Some do. Some are lucky enough to have it, but not everyone has good friendships in their life per se, or at least ones that have lasted a, a while. Right? You may get some here and there, and they may come in and out of your life. But what 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 works for Ali and Mallory in your friendship? What's how, how do you guys stick together? How long have we been friends? So we met, I was in seventh grade, she was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't start, like, hanging out until I was a freshman in high school and she was a sophomore. Yeah, so maybe, like, seven, eight years ago, we became really good friends. Was that, yeah, probably, like, eight, eight-ish, yeah. seven years probably ago. Probably yeah. eight years ago. Um I don't know. I feel like our dynamic has definitely changed over the years. We've always been pretty close, but I think it's gotten a lot closer, like, more recently. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I don't... What do, what do you think? Do you think that even? Like, no, do I feel do that think way? that. She started like, start with we're not even close. I, I feel like... It's been, like, we, we've always been super, super close. Yeah. Like, I've always considered you one of my best friends. Yeah. But ov- obviously, I think that it's kind of been, like, not, like, ups and downs. There's been no ups and downs in our friendship. But, like, yeah. it seems like we've been through some phases of our friendship where we're a lot closer. Mm-hmm. And then we're still close, but, like, I had something else, go- like a boyfriend or something. Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? Well, and we're different. <laughs> I yeah. had something else. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're different ages, too, so. Yeah. Yeah, what's the obviously, I don't even know how old you are. I'm 22. Okay. And I'm 21. Wait, when's your birthday? February. So you just turned 22. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot, I'm older than both of you. Yeah, wow. Wow. This is yeah. crazy. I didn't see that coming. Mm. 
But so, since we're different ages, I think that also is a factor because I, I graduated high school. I was going to say, I feel like when you graduated in my senior year, I had, like, my high school friends. Yeah. And I was with them a lot. And you had your friends. And we still hung out all the time. Occasionally, yeah. Well, occasionally. I saw you probably at least once a week. Yeah. But it but, wasn't, like, every day like we do now. Right. <laughs> what works for us, I would say... I think we are two very different people. Like, you might meet us and think that we're, like, pretty similar and we, like, like the same things because we do, but we operate pretty differently. Like, I was just having this conversation with her the other day. I think you were there. When I said, I'm a very different person emotionally than her, and so I feel like that's kind of our balance is, like... How so? Like, what's the what's the emotional difference? I think there's there's a lot of truth to that, you know? Like, the opposites kind of work together. Yeah. So what, but what, what is like your, My, how I operate? Yeah, emotional kind of. Um, I would say I'm kind of very emotional, any kind of emotion, not just like, oh, I'm sad, yeah. but I feel things on a very deep level mm. and really like process every emotion and overthink a lot, I would say. And I feel like Allie kind of. I don't. Is the <laughs> I opposite. Don't. And so she kind of is like, we're yin and yang. Mm. Pretty much. And yeah. so it's a good amount of balance. Like, I think we keep each other humbled and, like, leveled out. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool because we fill in, like, in the things that I'm lacking in, I think that Mallory is very strong in. Mm. Which is, sounds like a marriage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like that's what makes a good friendship is, right. like, you kind of are able to... Well, marriage is a friendship, basically. Well, marriage is... Right. You're right. You sh- so. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's... Yeah. I feel like that's the dy- dynamic of our friendship. Well, and this is kind of off topic, but I feel like it's hard to pinpoint a thing in our friendship that's like, this is why we're friends. Right. Like, I, I wouldn't ever want to just sit down and be like, these are the reasons I like Allie. Like, I feel like we just genuinely like mesh and work well together for some odd reason and it's true it's not like we don't just own we aren't friends for only one reason like we don't just like go to concerts together like we kind of do everything together Mm -hmm. and like could do anything together like if I want to go to the grocery store I'm like you want to go to the grocery store and then Mm -hmm. we go to the grocery store like Mm -hmm. we just kind of mesh well I have a core memory of, I feel like this describes my friendship with Mallory perfectly. Right. So when I was Let's on, I don't remember if I was on my way to girls camp or on my way home, but I was in the car with one of my leaders coming or going from girls camp mm-hmm. and we were talking about friends and she was like, friends are funny because sometimes you have friends for specific reasons. Like if you want to have fun, you go to your fun friend. If you want to, if you have, if you need to talk about your emotions, you go to your emotional friend. And sometimes you get a friend that is everything in Mm. one. And I feel like that's what Mallory is for me. That's so cute. That's so true. I feel like that really is us. Anyways. (laughs) I didn't even know you told me that before. That's really sweet. Well, it's true. And it's, I feel like that's sometimes it's pretty rare to find. Yeah. And usually you only have like one or two of those friends. Right. I've been lucky and I've had a lot of those friends throughout my life. But Mallory's been really consistent, so. Yeah, it's definitely hard to find friends that are good for everything and not just. But also, it's hard to not have expectations of people to be everything you want them to be. So I Mm -hmm. feel like that's really freeing also. And 
allows you to bring better friendships into your life when you let go of all of those expectations of people mm-hmm. just doing everything yeah. for you. Right. So this leader, she made the analogy. She was like, you don't go to Home Depot to buy apples. <laughs> and so you can't, yeah. like, if one of your friends can't give you that, you can't expect that from them. Sure. So, sure. yeah. Very true. Well, and, and I guess you guys kind of said it, but, like, all all good relationships are built on, like, little moments along the way. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, this happened and this happened, therefore we're friends. Yeah. But how – because obviously there's going to be times where you guys get into disagreements or, like, you're frustrated Mallory or Mallory's frustrated you, Allie. So, like, what what do you guys do when you get frustrated at each other to not just be like, forget her, I'm out of this? I feel like we don't really fight. Yeah. We've never fought. I mean, like, we do disagree on things sometimes. Yeah. But it's never, like, because we have a mutual respect for each other, mm. no it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Allowing yeah. them to have their own opinion is... Yeah. But we never have... We are still pretty similar, but we do have different opinions on things, mm-hmm. and I think we just have to say, like, okay, like, I don't think that, but you can think that. Like, yeah. let's move forward. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we've never really gotten into a big fight before. <laughs> so, yeah. That no expectation thing's tough, though. Cause, like, it's hard. It's it is hard really to, hard. It's sometimes hard not to have expectations. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're, like, I've been learning that a lot recently is, like, I I think this way, and I expect my, like, or I feel like a friend should be like this, and so I expect you to be like this and just, like, you have to, like, completely get that out of your head because people are their own people. Right. They're not going to bow down to you just because you think they should be a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yeah. Yeah, a lot of acceptance, you know, kind of accepting people where, who they are, where mm-hmm. they're at, and, like, then just, like, being cool with them, you know? Yeah. Being all right with, like, oh, this person's kind of this way, but, like, that's cool. Yeah. And yeah. it's okay. And, like, we like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and at the end of the day, I think – what it is for us that keeps us rolling so smoothly is that we do have that mutual respect for each other. And so we kind of, I would say at least that like you kind of just know that we're not purposefully ever trying to like hurt or make the other person feel bad. And it just goes back to that respect. Like Mm -hmm. we know we love each other. And so we just, we act out of love. And Mm -hmm. so it's never ill intended. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But keeping that in mind is, important very well put so so and you guys had like some distance from each other because you went on a mission right Mm -hmm. and you were in school Mm -hmm. not the necessary you know not it was more her mission yeah yeah she Um, was more important yeah she had to just leave (laughs) um but do you think like being away and doing that like now your guys friendship is better post that 100%. 100%. Totally. Okay. I would say. 100%. Yeah, why is that? We still talked every week on her mission. We would we would email, FaceTime. FaceTime. <laughs> but still, I felt it's hard to feel close to people when they're not in person with you. Right. But um, especially, like, since she came home, I feel like I was at kind of an interesting spot with all my friendships that were around me before she came back home. And so I feel like those were not as fulfilling. Like, it was fulfilled, but everyone was at a different stage. And me and Allie are both now, like, young single adults, kind of in the same stage plug, of life. Plug. Young single adults. YSA, single, baby. Single adults. Single. Single. Not Extremely. 
<laughs> yeah, we're just young, you know, extremely school adults. <laughs> this is where you drop your socials right now. We'll do it at the end. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. But that made it easier to for us to spend a lot of time together because we're kind of in the same boat, whereas, like, a lot of my friends are married. Mm. Some of my friends... I guess a lot of my friends are just married, but, (laughs) um, or they live in different states at different colleges. So it's kind of hard, but we live like five minutes away from each other. So it it became easier to pick right back up and get closer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting the timing of things because I had a friend too who we were really close in high school, you know, good, good friends, had a good like friendship dynamic. And then after high school, he kind of went his own direction. I kind of went my own direction. And we weren't really on the same page. And it, it definitely sucked because it was like, oh, man, like, you want things to be close. You want to be close and have those friendships. But now after, you know, three, four years of us kind of growing up and finding our own past and figuring out who we are, like, we now have become, like, we're now friends. Not that we weren't ever friends, that we stopped that. But we've started seeing each other a lot more mm-hmm. and hanging out and associating with each other. And I do think there's a lot of, you know, sometimes you have to grow distant to then grow back together because sometimes it's just like the Distance dynamics. Distance makes the heart grow fond. That sounds... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. It does. But, but exactly. Like, I think sometimes it's just like the phase of life really helps bring people together. And, and sometimes it's just timing, right? Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So tell me about your mission, though. Oh, my mission. I could talk about it forever. What do you want to know? Well, everyone's is different, right? Yeah. So some people love them, some people hate them, some people loved and hated them, yeah. some people, you know, so it just kind of depends. But what, where did you serve? You know, what was it like? What was mm-hmm. your overall feeling of the mission? So I served in the New Hampshire-Manchester mission, but it covered all of northern New England. So I served in Maine, and then I went to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and then I went to Vermont, and then I went to Massachusetts, and then I went back to Maine, and then I went back to New Hampshire. Dang, they bounced you around. Yeah. I In the first three, four months of my mission, I had served in three different states. Mm. So it was pretty awesome. Um, I was, I think everybody, I mean, like, if you serve to the best of your ability, it's a love-hate thing. Like, obviously, there's parts of it that are hard. Right. And in the moment, <laughs> you're like, this sucks. But as I look back on my mission, I loved it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Would I serve another mission? Not right now. But if my <laughs> uncle asked me the other day, if you knew then what you know now, would you do it still? Mm. And I said 100%. Like, absolutely. I'd probably be more into it if I knew then what I know now. Yeah. And um, I loved it. It was incredible. It was tough. The, that area of the country, so, like, the northeast area is hard. Yeah. It's really really hard um it's different over there it's different yeah not a ton a ton a ton of work being in vermont was probably the hardest because they're like the least religious state cold bitter angry over there yeah they're yeah like no one wanted to talk about they were very like kind people are they were they like primarily catholic not very not religious just like not religious people yeah there was there was a lot of deep-rooted like Catholicism in some of the other places. Right. And because it's such an old part of the country, too. There's lots of roots there. It's like deep, hard Christianity. Yes, yeah. And cold and angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, New Englanders are funny because they come across very cold, 
very like closed off like i don't want to talk to you but you just have to crack them open and they're like the most amazing people ever yeah so which was hard to do but i loved it you're really good at that though cracking people open oh thanks mel (laughs) what'd you try to say (laughs) i just i'm saying you're a people person yeah i can't team me up with jokes like that mel so sorry. <laughs> I'll give you a warning next time. I'm going to have to bleep this podcast <laughs> if I'm not careful. I know. She said what? <laughs> she said what? She's cracking people open. Yeah, I do love people. And so I think that was, like, probably the funnest part of my mission is I mm. love people. So meeting people was, like, getting to meet new people every single day Right. was, like, that's, like, a dream for me. Yeah. So I loved it. It was mm. so cool. And then to also talking about something that I'm passionate about. Meeting people, talking about Jesus Christ, talking about the Book of Mormon, all things that I love. So it was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I mean, waking up at 6.30 every day is not fun. And, <laughs> like, following a set of rules isn't the funnest. But then you grow to love it and you grow to see the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes your life. And then one day you leave and it's harder than leaving home to go on a mission. Right. It's really weird. Yeah. Right. Well, it has. it's good to have, like, the focused – not everyone does this, but the focused discipline, if that makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. kind of being forced or at least expected to follow something really yeah. kind of strict or yeah. or somewhat strict, you know, depending on, on where you're at. No, oh, I stopped recording. Hold on. Wiki, wiki. So I, I don't know exactly what we were talking about. You're talking about like discipline how it's good on oh mission. yeah yeah discipline i think it's good um yeah i think sometimes it really depends on who you get as your leader in the mission i think yeah yeah like if your mission prez is really um like i, I don't know it, i feel like there's like two sides of the coin one side you get the mission presence who are, are like real rule followers which isn't necessarily the, the problem but, like, rule followers, and they're really about, like, the stats and the baptisms and the numbers and getting out there and showing that you, like, served and were doing and, and got, got like, you know, reached the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Which is good, I think, in some ways. But I think sometimes those mission presents, I'm not trying to put anyone on blast, um, mm-hmm. they forget that it's as much about going and finding people to bring to the gospel and to Jesus Christ as it is to help the missionaries come close to Jesus Christ. I have so much to say about this. I know. I feel like everyone does. Like, I have so much to say this, about this. This is like the low-key thing that everyone thinks about in the mission, yeah. but then, like, you know. So this was actually talked about a lot in my mission mm. because I served exactly half and half with two mission presidents. Yeah. So when I got to my mission, COVID was just dying down, and when COVID was happening, they were under very strict. Right, like, right. So I got to the mission. I hope nobody... There was a 47-page document called Policies and Procedures of Extra Rules. Who put this out? The press? Extra Rules? Yes. Like the mission put it out? Yes. Just my mission. See, why? Why, though? So I thought for a long time, I was like, this is so dumb. Like, why is President so-and-so doing this? Like, I got to the mission, and I felt like I was in prison. I'm not even kidding. Right. I was like, I literally feel like a prisoner. This is crazy. Just, like, extra things. And they weren't, like, eventually I got used to them. Like, we had one called Four Eyes, One Screen. So if I was on Facebook or on Messenger, my companion had to be looking at my phone. (laughs) Like, her phone couldn't be, like, she couldn't have it face up. She'd have to be face down. Right. She wasn't allowed to look away from my phone. Like. I feel like the sisters are the last people who need that rule. 
It's yeah. for the elders. Yeah, like, the scissor ain't going to be so, looking at porn. It took me a long time. No, really. <laughs> Come like, on. The elders shouldn't real, be either, but no and one it, should. It took but. me a long time to realize, like, why. So, and then I stopped and I was like, okay, wait. So, President so-and-so was here during COVID, like, all of COVID. When you have missionaries locked up in an apartment doing Facebook work all day, things right. are bound to happen. Right. So, rules have to be set in place. So, I think he was there at the perfect time. Like mm, he okay, was, okay. he was there at the right time, and so then. And this is the mission president that made those extra rules. Yes, for COVID. So, and then he, about eight months into my mission, called me to be a sister training leader, and I went to my first mission leadership conference council. Yeah. Under him, mm-hmm. and we had a big meeting about policies and procedures, and talked about what rules we wanted to keep in and what ones we wanted to take out. It's the older new guy. The old, new, the old, old guy. The old guy. This was right before he went home. Okay. And all of the zone leaders and sister training leaders and the APs were throwing out ideas. And I was like, I didn't realize that this was the leadership of the mission and not just the mission president. Right. So it was a bunch. I don't know what I. I don't know. Yeah, it bugged me. And I was like, okay. I, I was so mad at my mission president for this, but it was actually all of the missionaries. I, I, I'm going to kind of keep my mouth shut, but. No, no, say it. I don't, I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> Say it. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a bunch of, like, power-hungry kids that are in a right. leadership position that think that they're better than all the other missionaries. Right. It's valid. That they think they can just make up rules that don't need to be... There. And all of them were, like, approved by the president and whatever. Right. And I loved, I loved my first mission president. He was, like, had the biggest heart, sweetest mm-hmm. guy. Like, my testimony of Joseph Smith came from him. Right. You know? Um, and then my next mission president came in. And he is also exactly what my mission needed for the time. And he completely flipped the way that my mission was working because the culture was very, like, you follow the rules and if you break one rule, you're a bad missionary. Mm. Like, if you are doing this, you're a bad missionary. And he changed it to, so then there's there's another document called Missionary Standards for Disciples of Jesus Christ. Right. And... He changed it to where we just follow that. Right, right, right. And the church is kind of moving in this direction, too, of principle-based decision-making. Um, so that's what we called it, was principle-based decision-making. And if you read the standards, it's very principle-based. It's yeah. There's some, like, do's and don'ts. But for the mo- majority, it's not, like, you can't do this. You can't do this. You do need to do this. Like, right. there is a strict schedule you follow and stuff. But, like... So he was teaching us how to follow, like, he, we talked a lot about, like, spirit of the law versus letter so, of the law. Well, yeah. And um, he pretty much said, my job as a mission leader is to create lifelong disciples of Jesus Christ. And this is my favorite thing he ever said. And I think about it all the time. I wrote it down. I quoted it all the time. He says, disciples of Jesus Christ are agents, not objects. Mm. And I was like. That is so true. Like, if you as a missionary don't know how to make your own decisions, what are you going to do when you go home? Right. You know? Right. So that's kind of how the mission direction flipped halfway through. Right. And it obviously there's lots of bumps in the roads with that. And there was missionaries, like, thinking, oh, I can do whatever I want now. So, yeah. yeah. So that's that's kind of, yeah. Well, that is a tough one, too, because I think a lot of, like, I think a lot of young adults go out. And a lot of them, depending on where they're from and their background, like, didn't really have opportunities to know, like, what the spirit felt like, how to make choices, those type of things. Never had some of these 
building block experiences lean into the mission, and then they go out there, and it's, like, too much, so they come home, right? Mm -hmm. Which, that's okay. You know, sometimes you got to figure things out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you come home for legit reasons, and and, and you're doing that, you know, for your health or whatever it may be. But then I think, like you said, a lot of missionaries will go, and they live this really, like, strict life where they Mm -hmm. didn't have that before their mission, and they didn't know, like, how to feel the Spirit, how to communicate with their Savior before that. And then they come home and it's like, well, I don't know how to do it without this really like set yeah. lifestyle that I was living. And so if you never teach them how to, you know, find that kind of in between where I'm still a person, I'm still living, I'm still doing, you know, I'm still like a person in life, but then also learning how to communicate with my savior and make decisions. Mm-hmm. Then when they come home, you kind of did them a disservice Yeah, because you're putting them in a situation where they totally. want that, but they're probably just going to revert back to who they were because it's like too yeah. hard to live like. Because no one's telling them what to do. Yeah. And we were talking about this the other night, the we Joseph were? Smith quote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you literally had that on the <laughs> tip of your tongue. I did. You're about to drop quotes on I, I'm going to drop minute. it right now. Joseph Smith said, we teach them correct principles and they govern themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I think that's cool. Like, You really wanted to mic drop after that, didn't you? Shameless plug. Shameless plug to, to Jay, Jay Smith. Smith. Jay Smith. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest things I think I learned on my mission. Yeah, was how to take the principles I've been taught and make a decision based off of that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's a big part of it. That's, yeah. That is a big part of it, and it, I feel like that if you, if you learn that, you're going to be like that's the biggest thing to learn, mm-hmm. if anything. That is one of the biggest things to learn. Yeah. So how's that? How's how's the uh, how's the relationship game now for you two? What what? What do Allie and Mallory wish <laughs> the relationship game was like? What do the boys need to know? What do the girls need to know? Oh, man. <laughs> we are You're like, I in... No, no soft transition, just straight. <laughs> we are in the trenches, <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> it is rough out there. It is rough out yeah. there. So... I think dating's rough. It is. Dating is just rough, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you I... have to say? Yeah. Come There's on, help, a... us, help us boys out here. What What do the boys need to do? Ask girls on dates. Oh, That's what, Yes, yeah. Plug, plug. That's very actual dates. Actual dates. Like, I think the problem these days is... Nobody wants to work hard. I love the straight up like. (laughs) We're adding all of you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking at you. If the shoe fits. Literally. I think that it it comes down to effort. A lot of people don't want to put in the effort if they don't know where things are going to go. No one wants to put in effort, I feel like. Yeah. Like. At all. In like like, not just relationships. No, literally. I don't know. Anyways. I'm a very old school be a gentleman. Old school minded girl. Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? And so I want to be asked on dates. Nobody's asking on dates these days. No. No one's you opening be wined doors. And dined, yeah. You know? Wine yes. and dined. <laughs> Ask me on a date, open my door. Like, Mm-mm. you know. Yeah. It's Gen- not. Like, I think these days boys think doing stuff like that, yeah. going on serious dates is serious it doesn't have to be you're just getting to know someone yeah why what's missing like that's something i don't understand why why are people not and what do you guys think why why do people not do it 
Uh, a lot of it, I would say, is social media. I was going to say And that. just no effort. I think dating apps ruined everything, yeah. too. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Tell me how. Like, what, what's It's just thought? so casual. Mm. It's like you just play the That's hot or not true. game. That's so true. Okay. I, I was literally on a dating app. We all know which one. <laughs> don't, don't plug. <laughs> don't plug. Not <laughs> Doesn't sponsored. deserve it. <laughs> um, I was literally on a dating app, and I was... You know, like the typical, you swipe. The funny part is when you get to a point where you're swiping so long Run that up. you literally, like, <laughs> when you inpatient swipe where it's like if the second picture doesn't load fast enough, you're just like, nah, it's down. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you don't even yeah. give them a chance. Yeah, you're like, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, matched with some people. And, like, for me, I was thinking, like, oh, like, you girls will like it if I send, like, if I read their bio and send, like, oh, you're really into volleyball or oh you play yeah. this or you yeah. do this right whatever it is yes and uh and no one would respond back to that and mm. i was like that's weird because like i think I, I thought like oh if you put a little more effort if you show like you read the the bio yeah. whatever people like that i don't respond to people that do that it's hard to find someone who will care if you do that i think right so then my sister though was do- on the app and <laughs> she <laughs> and uh and some guy messaged her and was just like, he was like, hey, Kel, or whatever. Her name's Kel. Yeah. And was like, hey, Kel. And she answered back. was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. And then he instantly was like, hey, why don't we get on Snapchat or whatever, right? Yeah, it works. Right. And so I was like, oh, I have to put less effort into these, like, this app yes. if you want to respond. Yes. Yes. Honestly. That is Isn't so, that weird? It's weird to me. But well, why? Because I get turned off if a guy's like, oh my gosh, I love your profile. Tell me about this. Yeah. I'm like, oh. No love bombing. Why? I don't know so, why. Yeah, I don't know. That? I think. Maybe that's why guys are scared to ask out. I have a theory. But in person, I'm very different. I <laughs> yeah, promise. true, true, true. In person, I feel like that's normal. But like yes. over a chat, it's almost like. It seems like. It's like kind of cringy. It's yeah. Too, it's too. Um, it's too not chill. Yeah, if I want someone to say something funny first. Mm. Like, Less effort online, more effort in person. I you think go. you're bound to yes. have more success. Quote, quote. Yes. When you're in person, you're going to have more success if you refrain oh, from... Oh, yeah, that's a straight bar. Oh, me up, bro. Me up, brother. Yeah, we should... Yeah, we should write that down or something. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll say it one more time. We'll Quote listen. on the wall. Yeah, right I know. There. Get a sharpie. Less effort online, more effort in person. Dang. Yes. Mic drop. Um... I think this is why that is the case. Yeah. If you try really hard to analyze someone's profile or analyze how they're texting you back, you have expectations for them when you do meet them in person, and Mm. usually they're going to be out the window and it's not going to be what you expected. Right. So just get to know them. Put more of the effort in in person instead of trying to, like, figure out the way they text, figure out the way they Snapchat. Just save the long conversations and the compliments for in person and it'll be a lot easier to read them and understand their vibe. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't truly you can't truly gauge someone over like no. apps or chat or text or whatever. Yeah. Well, I was actually listening to a podcast the other like a couple weeks ago and I've told not, not mine. No. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> On the rare occasion I listen to a podcast, it was talking about dating apps actually mm. and the guy, the host, said he's sworn off of them, and I'm like, yeah, it's literally. Didn't you just download the I, app of, like yesterday? I'm in a big, <laughs> I'm in a big predicament, and I'll get to that. I but just... yeah, no, you're right. It, 
It's Hey, respect. Yeah. We're all swiping. I have reasons. We're all swiping. We're all swiping out there. I don't want to be swiping, but it's so tough out there. Sometimes you <laughs> it's, just got It's tough for a player out everybody here. Gets a, I, everybody gets it's a It's hard for up. us homies. Kyle's got that dog in her. Yeah. <laughs> She's ready for that chase. <laughs> but um, it's – you can't – well – Something people always say to me is that I'm funny. And I'm like, how is anyone going to tell that I'm funny over a profile? And, True. like, the jokes aren't funny if you write them out, you know? Like, I just feel like it's so hard to accurately portray yourself and understand accurately someone else. Right. So mm-hmm. he was just saying in the podcast, like, it's not even worth your time, really, to try and play those games of like oh am i gonna like them are they gonna live up to the expectations i built of them in my head mm. and so that's true i don't know I about that for a while i've been off the apps but <laughs> unfortunately last night i lost a battle in a moment of <laughs> but <weakness. laughs> i'm planning on i got it and i was like yeah this isn't it like i get i'm gonna text. delete it again i get a text from her late at night hey i downloaded mutual again i deserve the electric oh, chair i mean the the app the app <laughs> but then again it's like these days no one's going to walk up to me in person and ask me on a date that's right. pretty rare so how else so scared i feel like i know i feel like i need to build Why? the confidence not, I don't myself think it's you though Matt, i have yeah. a question for you why are boys scared to do that cuz you're not scared to do that yeah uh, no not usually no it depends see i'll tell you like there's certain places i go where i don't do it because, like, like, for example, the gym. Like, right. There yes. are girls, like, working out. It has out. to be in the right setting. Yeah. yeah. And there are girls working out. But I think for me, I'm, like, a lot of it comes down to, you know, and, and that's really on – part of it is I'm just in the zone. I'm kind of focused on me. I wouldn't want to be approached at the gym unless See, I've seen you there a bunch of times. And, like, like eye contact through the mirror. Yeah. 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 Unless it's like very brief, I don't really want to be. Unless bothered. you're really hot, don't talk to me. Unless you're ripped, <laughs> stay away. Unless you're taking pictures of yourself in the mirror no. and she likes it, she's not gonna like it. <laughs> Unless you are jacked out of your mind. What's his name? I don't know. The bodybuilder, Miss World Chris Olympia. Bumstead. Yeah. Unless you're C Bum, your daddy Bumstead. Stay away. Don't pull up. Unless you have a lisp in Dude, your he's so <laughs> hot, bro. He's so fine. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Daddy Bump. Oh, my gosh. You, um, wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Dude, I should... Hold on. I should... I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. Shameless we, plug um, of no, we Sebum. Gotta, we gotta look him up. Savage. Hold on. Savage. <laughs> does he have, oh, Shoot. does he have a lisp? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. when he says savage, it's more like savage. So, he has merch that says savage. That's funny. And it's like his... He's okay. he's really hot. He has a nice mustache. I love a good mustache. If you have a mustache, approach Mallory. Hit me up. <laughs> if you ride a motorcycle, hit yeah, up oh, Allie. If you ride a motorcycle, send him my way. <laughs> Puts up a picture of Seba. Yo, if I must, I will. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Put that dish in. We gotta. Oh, my goodness. You're doing good. You're doing great. Keep going. Here we go. 
we're still recording. That's what I, I hope we're still recording. Let me just look. Yeah, we're good. Sweet. Daddy. Oh, could have just looked up well, Chris Bumstead. No. Daddy, Daddy Bumstead. Oh, oh. Gosh dang. Hold on. Hold on. We good. Leah. Hona. I wonder where we're at. Where are we? <laughs> People don't know the location of this place. So don't put me on blast. I, we won't. <laughs> I should unplug this just so no one knows. <laughs> We're in Matt's studio that Thank he you. rents out $10,000 a month. Dang straight. Only the best for my viewers. <laughs> my three viewers. Just kidding. You have four now. You're right. Yeah. Pull it up. He's not hot. No, just oh, like, just wait. Just. You gotta see a picture of him like normal, I not don't... lifting, not lifting. Okay. You gotta see like. You're just not into that. Football. I'm not into bodybuilders. Like, go down. Him in like normal clothes is what you honestly need. Yeah. I think that is so unattractive. Hold on, should I pull up his Insta? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I need to get someone. The Wi-Fi is really good in your studio. Thank you. Yeah. Only the best. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't help that I have like 3,000 tabs open. That probably doesn't help. But it's really because I feel like I have so many different projects I'm working on at the same yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Me too. Yeah. That wasn't like a flex. You want me to just pull up a picture and... No, no. Okay, we're just gonna, we're gonna pick something. Just go down. Just go search down. with clothes. Like this one. Which one? This one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking man. Yeah, look at that. Look at that smile. Yeah. I'll show you more pictures later. Show me later. Okay, see, that's, like, less blurry. Yeah, he looks... He's a good-looking man. Like, but I don't think I'd want to be approached by him at the gym. No. I don't know. I would. If Dude. it was him? Yeah. Like, he's good. Like, okay, this is him off, like, off, like, when he's bulking. No, I'm not into that. Really? No. That's, like, that's too much. That's like dad bod, but muscular. That's dad bod. That is not dad bod. That's dad that's bod muscular. with bigger than most women. Okay, true. Okay, yep. You know? That's crazy. He's so big, though. He's huge. That's I like, don't think I'd want that. Really? Yeah. I just, he's just a really well-known bodybuilder. Yeah, he's, like, times. huge. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So... Like, if you lift at all, you pretty much know who he is. Yeah, yeah. I lift. <laughs> you can't stare at the camera right after you say that. Face the well, you want to elaborate on that? What's yeah. your split? 500. Yeah, Mal, you, you lift, She right? said 500 is her split. Wow. What does that mean? It uh, Not what you said. That's what... It means what muscle groups... Like you, what do you train. Work out? How do you train, basically? Five hundred. Mine is push pull legs. Yeah, the classic. So the classic. Okay. See, mine is more. See, I've been focusing a lot more on like PRing and 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 weights. Yeah. So like Mondays, I'm hitting deadlifts first, mm-hmm. and then I'll do some lower body work. Yeah. And then like Tuesday is chest, and so I'll focus on like the main compound movement, and yeah. then I'll work down from there. So I'll do like. I'll do a bench, and then I might do an incline dumbbell, and then I'll do some squeeze action. Mm, right? Yeah, so, me too. Some Mine's pretty similar. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to Should start. Should we hit the gym after this? Yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to your house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gym, then my house. Okay. Woof. 
I like to I start. Feel like it's becoming a trend. Like I had one guy on here. We did this, and then we went to the gym. Really? Yeah. Mm. And then I had another guy on here, and we didn't go to the gym, but he works there. And like the next day, we hit a like. A oh, pump. I already received a sick leg pump today. I know. I I played basketball. I'm like my legs are juiced. Mm. But yeah, I would do it for too. you guys. For you guys. Would you? Yeah. Oh, I I already played basketball today too. I so my legs actually are also have juiced. a good point to make. Okay. I think for any missionaries who come home and struggle with finding routine and being told what to do. Start going to the gym every day. Go to the gym, folks. It is a great way to add structure to your life. Mallory could not live without the gym. I couldn't. Yeah. I feel like it's good for you. It is. It's good for consistency, and I just feel like it's a – like, if you got stuff going on oh, up here, this. like, in your head, like, go to the gym. You know? Don't even get me started Get on that this. stuff this out of there. This is my favorite topic. Take that up here and put it into those weights. Yep. You mm-hmm. know? I can vouch for that 100%. Because I feel like there's so – the other thing, too, is I feel like there are so many things – this is the best thing to have up here <laughs> when you're talking about this, is if they're asking this guy versus this guy, it's definitely him, okay? Yeah. He's cool, too. Noel, he's cool, but – Yeah. Daddy bum. Anyways, what was I even saying? Oh, I feel like there's so many things in life that you can't control. Nope. And we're always trying, I guess people, we're always trying to find control in our life. And sometimes, and like, I think that's where expectations come in a lot too. Because we have all these expectations sometimes. So the more expectations we can clear out of the way and be like, you know what, like, here's my goals. And then I'm open to what happens. That's one. But two, I think we're always trying to find control in our lives. And there's so many things we can't control that it's like, honestly, can stress us out, especially nowadays. Yeah. But going to the gym, like going and doing something physical, that is something you can control. No one can take that away from you. I've learned that is if you have something that you just do yourself every single day, no one can really mess with that. And it keeps you balanced within yourself. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's, it's literally your just anchor. Yeah. Among other things, like Jesus Christ can be your anchor. <laughs> yeah. Church can be your anchor. There's a lot of things that can be your anchor, but doing something physical, like one, Mentally, it's going to anchor you, too. You're going to see, like, physical benefits. It's scientifically proven that right. there are so many benefits that are more mm-hmm. than just physical as well, mm-hmm. like mentally. And that changed the game for me mentally, honestly. Yeah. So once I started going consistently. And so, Mal, I think, like, there's – I can tell, like, you 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 said at the beginning you've got – you're kind of an emotionally driven individual. Mm-hmm. But I can tell, like, you definitely have emotional maturity as well. Yeah. Because some people who are emotionally driven, like, they can be emotionally driven, but they're not very emotionally mature. Yeah. But you've got a nice balance. So, like, what are I'm, – I'm curious, like, what are some things that you've gone through in your life that has helped you gain that emotional maturity and kind of, you know, even with the gym, like, yeah. find ways to go, okay, I got to, like, hone myself in and find what works for me? So, really – Throughout high school and, well, junior high, a little bit right after high school, I felt pretty unstable within yeah. my emotions. And, well, let's back the train up. Back to junior high. That's when my dad passed away when I was 13 years old. Yeah. And I never went to therapy. I never got any help with that. Mm. And it was really hard for a long time. And I didn't have necessarily the best tools like I had church and stuff and would go to the temple and that was kind of my 
sanity and my safe place. But after I graduated high school, uh, my family all moved away. My mom moved to Utah, got remarried. My sister moved to England. My brother also moved to Utah. So I stayed back in Arizona and started going to college and started living alone. And I was still pretty out of control emotionally. Like, it wasn't, like, crazy, but it was just, like, I felt like I was having hard days, like, every single day. And I just felt like my mind had control of me and I couldn't feel stable. Mm. And living alone was a huge adjustment. And it was hard at first. I felt more alone than ever and whatnot. But about – I'm trying to think of when I started going – Probably end of 2020, 2021 is when I was like, okay, I need to add some serious structure to my life and really figure something out because I'm struggling and I don't fit in anywhere. I don't feel good. Nothing. Like I wasn't confident in my body, wasn't happy. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to make a big change in my life. And I, something flipped one day and I started going to the gym every day and I was like, I'm not giving up on this because I had felt like I hadn't really like followed any paths or stuck to any routines prior to that. And so I was like, this is one thing I'm not going to let anyone take away from me. And I'm going to do this and wait it out and see the results and make this change. And at that point, I didn't even know it was going to make a change mentally for me. Right. But, um, I don't really remember where I was going with this, but that's when I started going. So early 2021 is when I started going to the gym every day and I played sports and stuff in high school I did, like, weightlifting, but this is when I, like, really started figuring out. I would watch TikTok videos of, like, splits, what to do, and then I just learned a lot and started going every day. Learning from watching other people at the gym is really beneficial as well, Mm -hmm. but that made a huge change for me mentally. I just realized that every day, if I did something for me every single day with non-negotiable, it changed everything, like... I felt so much happier every day. I felt like I had accomplished something every day and worked on myself every day and no one could take that away from me. And so it. But you're putting into the tank, you know? Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing like in life with people or work or whatever it is, there's a lot of emptying of our, you know, our cup, our tank, whatever you want to call it. Right. We're kind of pouring our efforts into other things. Yeah. But if you don't ever have something to just refill yours, Mm -hmm. you're going to burn out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of it is also, it's hard to get into the gym because you don't see progress the day you start going to the gym and you I don't know. feel necessarily bad. Yeah, you feel good after a workout, but you don't, you don't really like <laughs> reap the benefits for a while. And so I think it shows a lot to be consistent with that and watch it pay off and then like be able to look back and mm. see like where you came from. That is very motivating as well. And it like powers you to keep going so yeah well that's the thing. i'd almost say like look for the you're right because like physical changes those take a little bit of time yeah but i think it's almost like look for the the little changes mental changes come a lot quicker mental yeah like just how you feel after accomplishing that yeah i feel like now at this point in my life that i go to the gym every day and i like do something active every single day I feel like I have less low moments and feel more in control of those feelings when they do arise. And do you feel more like present? Yes. Like in the moment? 
Yes. Because that's like something I've noticed too. I just mm-hmm. feel like, especially if I start my day with something like weights or like I've been doing running a lot more, which I really have liked. Yeah. Um, but if I start with that, I just feel like more present during the day. Yeah. Which more I don't know aware. why that is, you know. I think a lot of it is, for me at least, I look at it as if I go to the gym in the morning and I work hard in the morning, I accomplish something hard. And then I know I'm, like, setting myself up for success for the rest of the day. And I'm already on track to keep doing the other things that I need to do. If I didn't go to the gym in the morning, I'd be so groggy and just wouldn't want to get out of bed. And then that sets the tone for the rest of your day. So it changes everything mentally when you start with a good note. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I've been working with one of my closest friends um, like even just like this week we started um and he he's ne- like he's not big into the gym he never has been um and like fitness hasn't like that's just not his thing yeah i guess the best way to put it but i told him i was like hey you know like now's kind of a good time it might be cool like start working out hanging out yeah. like just going to the gym a little bit and, and maybe getting like diet kind of lined up and i told him i was like hey i kind of I, I know it. I, I do some some of that for others. Like, can I do it with you? Yeah. I won't even, like, no charge. Just, like, let's just go do it. And it's so cool. Like, I'm so proud of him because it's, like, he's been we've, – we've gone twice this week. And he's both times he's, like, yeah, let's go do it. And I don't know if he's seen the difference other than, like, being sore. Like, today yeah. he was, like, he was like, bro, my legs are dead. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, like, yeah, well, the only way to get out of soreness is, like, Good the, luck. you have to go back to the gym and yeah. do it again. But just, like, seeing him – do it and come and show up i just like super proud of him like i think that's yeah it's just like the that it's the little things and the progress and that's the other thing too no one gives a like i think people are worried about being judged mm-hmm. no one cares no one cares like everyone's just happy that you're there grinding and progressing like all everybody else mm-hmm. show up for yourself it's yeah. all it is yeah. you're making that commitment to yourself every day that you're gonna work on yourself yeah. it's very powerful and if you're embarrassed, go go stealth mode. Put the hat on. Put the big headphones. Put that yep. Put that jacket on. Put the hoodie up. Keep your face like yeah. this, and no one will talk to you. That's true. But just look scary. I wasn't when I started in the gym. I wasn't very knowledgeable. I had some background, but mm-hmm. watch videos, do your research, and you'll figure it out. It's not that crazy. It seems crazy, but it's not. No, it's not crazy at all. Sorry. Back to Daddy Bumstead on the screen. Daddy Bumstead. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't stress enough the importance of some some sort of physical activity, even if it's not the gym. I think that's just like it's my, really I really beneficial. enjoy it. Yeah. What is your PRs? Let's my PRs. Yeah, what's your PRs? Oh. I'm curious. <laughs> mine aren't that good either. Like, I'm not. I wish mine were higher. <laughs> but doesn't these? everyone wish theirs was kind of higher? Well, I, I'm five foot ten, guys. Okay. Girl, it's hard. girl can hoop. It's hard for the tall girls out there because. Unless you're playing Scientifically, basketball. yeah. If I was playing sports, it'd be different. But I just lift now. Um, when you're taller, it's harder to build muscle. Dude, those short dudes who are jacked. Yeah. The short kings. Yeah. Short people, I am jealous of you. Okay? Just keep that in mind. You. I'm jealous of you. I'm not that short. Say your height. You're literally like four foot two. I'm just kidding. Four? Five? Five foot two? Are you and five I- two? Five one and a half. That is eight inches different. Anyways, what were you gonna say? Hey, short short girls are, are cool though. I feel like you think not so? tall girls. They've got their advantages, you know. Like what? Well, <laughs> pros and cons to being tall and pros and cons to being short. Like you probably make men feel very masculine. 
Probably. Yeah. You know? Probably. Because yeah. I think sometimes, like, because guys, like, I think if you feel, like, the bigger, stronger person, mm-hmm. I think you natch that That's naturally. true, because I, as a short girl, do feel very feminine when I'm with another man. Right. Can't relate. Unless yeah, they I are do. at least four inches taller. Yes. But see, I've dated really tall girls, too, and it's kind of, like, it's it's kind of a hot thing, too. Yeah. 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 It's not like, it's not like one, one's bad no, or the other. No, it's just different. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, yeah. a different vibe. Yeah. Mm. There were a couple girls I dated, though, that were, like, like really tall. Because mm. I'm, like... Taller than you? Yeah, like, because I'm, like, six foot. You're like, six foot? Yeah, I'm, like, five, eleven, six foot. I'm I'm in there. You're five, eleven. No, no, I'm six foot. Back to the dating apps. Yeah. <laughs> Men need to... Boys Don't need lie. to stop lying Don't about their lie height. about your height. No, no. Okay, I'm six foot. I promise you. Should we measure? No. There's nothing to measure in here. Okay. See? But how tall, how tall are you? Five, ten. Okay, let's stand up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even no, come, well, come over here. Well, how the camera's not even gonna see this? That's okay. I'll here, I'll... here, come over to my side. Come over to my side. Okay, on my okay. This is oh, a wild on episode. my way. This is kind of wild. I've oh, never had, I've never had an audience member. Face back to back towards this way, I'm so I can shoes. see. No, other way. Flip, oh, flip. This way. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you're like maybe an inch taller than her. How tall are you? Five eleven. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She's 5'11", so that makes me see. <coughs> okay. All right, so I'm probably like 5'11 and a half. Okay. But in the right pair of shoes, I'm six foot. Why do all boys lie about their me height? Me too. Because, because, okay. Are they insecure? It's an ego No, thing. no, no. No, I mean, I I feel mentally like I'm seven feet tall. Pride. That's good. Yeah, Pride no, and saying. ego needs to. There is, I think there a lot of it too. There are some girls though, like when you talk to them, they make such a big deal about the height. It's usually tall girls, I think. Yeah, like if they're. Yeah, but like, right? You know, it, Am I wrong though? Sometimes. Because you're tall. Because they want to wear their. Because clothes. it's a big deal. Like you want to date well, someone taller. Back than to you. what you said. If it makes men feel masculine, I think people like me who are five ten make a big deal out of it because we want to feel feminine, feminine right. and small. Because mm-hmm. I felt big my whole life because I've always been the tall girl, always been taller than most of the people around me. So I feel big, and so I want to feel small. So I want to make sure I'm. Receiving that. So yeah. I, let me let me ask you this: from a theoretical, just purely theoretical, if I were to like hit on you, right? Would I, if we start dating, would I make you feel feminine, or am I too short? Where do I, I sit know. on the meter? Yeah, I, if you're like at least my height, that's like fine to okay, me. Okay. But I don't want to. I know it works for some people, but I'm not particularly interested in dating someone shorter slash smaller than me. So right. like. It could work if it. I don't know. I feel like I could. I was. I was telling Mallory the other day. My short limit is like five five or five six. Like that's, that's tall true. enough for me because true. I'm so short. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really. But if they're shorter than you, that would probably be kind of like. Yeah, shorter than me. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. I well, I you don't see many guys shorter than me. So I know, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he's got. Talk about. Talk about the squat. Booty. Yeah, he's got. What's geez. his PR? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, he can't be that high. He's like, I feel like if you're that yeah. short, you can't be. Right. Yep. But dude, we were just we literally were messaging today. Oh, my phone's up there. We were literally messaging today, and he because I post a video about um, my deadlifting, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Dang, bro, looking sexy," like you know whatever. <laughs> and then I sent him back. I was like, "Just trying to get that peach like you, you know." <laughs> and anyways, but he does have he's. Killing it. I don't know why I'm plugging him so hard. But anyways. Yeah, you really are. Dude, he's a stud. 
Mm-hmm. He deserves to be plugged. Does he? Yep. Yep. I won't say his name. I won't put him on blast. But Can you tell us later? Yeah. His first name's Nate. Nate. Yeah. Hi, Nate. Little Nate on TikTok, I believe. Oh, says he won't. <laughs> okay, plug shout him out. He shout out, Nate. <laughs> he's he's cool. He's a good guy. Um, but um, yeah, I think I don't know what we were how we even got on that topic, but the, of the height and uh, all that. But yeah, the gym. The gym. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, size doesn't really matter. Height doesn't really matter, right? For some, for some people, yeah, it's a lot of preference. Mm-hmm. I'd say. That's I mean, preference. Yep. I don't know because I've never been face to face with like my soulmate. So, well, have I don't any know of us? I'm, well, yeah. Do you guys believe in soulmates? That's what no. I was going to say. That's controversial. I don't know if I, I do or not. Yeah, some people really do. I don't. But I haven't been in the position with someone who is shorter than me that I'm, like, really compatible with to mm. know if I could make it work or right. not. Right. So. If you haven't been exposed to it, because I feel like there's girls that I, um, like, I've seen before, and I was like, nah, probably not. But then maybe they approached me, and then my mind was like, okay, maybe, you mm. know. And then maybe they were taller or whatever, and yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily thought. I just was like, oh, first glance, probably not compatible. Yeah. You know? But then they approached me or vice versa, and I think it kind of, like, the wheels start turning, you start thinking about them in that light. Yeah. And then yeah. it shifts. Yeah. Which is another reason why I think sometimes people just need to, like, put it out there. Yeah. Like, Be that shameless. they like someone shameless or that in they're your feelings. interested. Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of people aren't even thinking that way until you put it in that light. That's true. You know? Yeah. Mm. It's mm-hmm. true. Good point. But most people don't want to get rejected, so I think that yeah. really spooks people. Stuff out there. But I feel like that's more on the guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, it can be. But apparently, oh, I've recently learned yes. that 80% of women who make the first move end up marrying that person. So that's maybe true. women need to start working. Yeah, maybe, but I don't yeah. want well, I, I don't want to do it, though. I want to be approached, please. Well, I think maybe that's partially one. Well, one, obviously, like, guys don't take that. Don't, like... Make the move, too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, I think it's attractive when girls do make the move because, one, it shows confidence. Yeah, we yeah. were just talking about this. Yeah. yeah. But, two, I think also, like, I think men's biggest thing they want in a woman is loyalty. Uh-huh. Just, I, I, I was reading that somewhere. That's, like, the biggest thing a man wants. Interesting. And, like, if a woman approaches him and is like, hey, I'm really into you, like, I almost feel like that shows more sign of, like, loyalty because he's like, oh, she's into me. Not just like, oh, I put interest out there and I'm trying to get her to get into me. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. Get into me. Wow. Pause. Be into me. There you go. There you go. Wow. Wow. I'm going to have to believe that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's That's just a thought. It's a good thought. Yeah. Maybe we should try harder to be those girls. Hmm. I don't know. I feel you guys got a good balance going. I feel like you guys, so? aren't, you guys aren't the problem, know. I don't think. Well, you, the you problem is so? I don't get asked on dates. Yeah, that's lame. So. If you put forth effort and a guy doesn't ask you out on date, yeah, then that's on them, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Well, in gen- I don't know. People just don't approach people but anymore. But dates nowadays do kind of suck, so. Yeah. Mm. You're not missing much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I don't find a lot of interest in, like, going on dates dates with someone if i'm not already like a little well, bit interested what in sucks them. is like first dates you have yeah. to go on like a million first dates and first dates yeah. are the worst yeah so, unless you already know him 
and like you're like somewhat friends. If it's somebody you really don't know, they're the worst. You mm. know what you should do? Mm. Hack for the dating apps. You should do the dating app thing, right? If you want, message the person. Then after like a few messages, go back and forth. If you ask them out, you should get their number, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then you should like call them or FaceTime them beforehand. Yeah. Because then basically it's like a mini date. Yeah. Talk to like, yes. The pre their voice. Yeah. And keep it casual. Like go get Froyo or go get like lunch or something. Because then if it's, then you're not spending a ton of money Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. too. You can basically just tell them like, hey, if you think I'm weird and this is terrible, then, you know, at least it was just, it was like an hour long. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do like short and sweet. Yeah. Short and sweet. Because then you guys could know. It doesn't have to be know. crazy. I think that's the problem these days. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to have some big You just old, have like... to be forward and put in the effort to get there. Yeah. So that's what people don't do is they don't put in. I'm sure anyone would go on an hour-long date, like get a soda, get a drink, yeah. ice cream. But yeah. it's the making plans part that is. If you click with the person, the activity is going to be good. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. If you are enjoying your company, then it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. Exactly. But don't yeah. get to know them too much before the date because then you have nothing to talk about. Well, yeah. Well, go ahead. And then you have expectations. I feel like you, really you got to save things for the time you spend in person. But yeah, you, should, you shouldn't know nothing about them going into right. it. But, but I feel like also you can go on a date with somebody that you've known your whole life and it's still be still like. Still learn things, yeah. You know That's I mean? true. True. Oh, with like so. Well, but that's because you're closer, you know. That's true. Like you're always, you can always find stuff, especially if you're doing stuff on a regular basis. Like that's the one thing for me. If, um, if I'm with the person, and then let's say we just stop seeing each other, and then like a while goes by, okay, like like we're really consistent. Maybe a couple months go by, then we mm-hmm. see each other. There's some stuff to talk about. Right. But it's all like, oh, how you been? Let's catch up, blah, blah, There's no, like, new memories to talk about, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then after you do that, if you don't start kind of seeing each other on a regular basis and having, like, interactions where you're making new memories together, mm-hmm. then I feel like you have to wait another couple months to have something to talk about. Yeah. So if you're not doing something consistently or making fresh memories, I feel like it does become hard to, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep up the spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be consistent. I get that. So are you guys going to – I feel like you've told me this. I can't remember, though. But are you guys going to Morgan Wallen when he I comes? I was Why not? not? You're not a country fan? No, it's not that I'm not a country fan, but I'm also not a country fan. Like, I don't not like country She's music. She's not a diehard. We've talked about this before, have I we? think. Yeah. I don't know. We have. Okay. I am. Yeah, I'm not too. like a die. I will listen to country music. I have a country playlist, but I'm not like – Right. You know what I mean? What I'm not your, like, yeehaw. What's your music? Isn't it like musicals? No. <laughs> Got him. Got him. No. I, ha- I, I will listen. To, I don't know. What, what is my music? I don't You're know. You're eclectic. You sure. Like lots of music. Yeah. There you go. Both of okay. us, yeah. 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 I like a lot of music. Yeah, you like trash rap. That's what you're talking about. I like there. everything, yeah. 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 When I'm at the gym, I do be listening. I do. Did you say you like white, like white trailer trash rap? No. That's exactly that, what you Sometimes. Said. Like, on occasion, Who but I like, like, hood rap. Mm. She's a hood girl. Stuff that I can't relate to in the slightest. That's what I listen See, to at the gym. See, that's, like, the one thing that I won't listen to. Is rap. Yeah. Really? Like, I'm not, like, I yeah. hate rap. I, like, we, I'm not one of those girls. If we go but... to a rap concert, we're not inviting her. Yeah. Canceled. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kicked out of the group. It's just I like personally I can I get I can get behind it like yeah. I can kind of see the art behind it, the but art. <laughs> for me it, do, it just doesn't do it for me. I feel so. like you're not gonna jam to it in your car by yourself. I would never. But you could get hype with others. With other people, yeah. I can yes I can get behind it, but I would never listen to it by myself in the car or in my headphones. All right, you're back. You're back on the team. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Unless it's like. Like a good like sometimes there are really good hip hop or rap songs like yeah. just like a good song like what would like give me one like I feel like there's some really good Kanye songs okay oh, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah 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 but like like the really like like the tra- trailer trash rap music I just you know what I mean yeah I can't I can't even think of like what song would be equi- like equated to that to trailer park trash yeah is that like bad to say I, I know, know I feel like I feel like it is. <laughs> The tra- we'll just say trashy, the trashy stuff. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to songs made by, like, 14-year-old boys on SoundCloud, oh. then you're in that camp. That's no, what we're talking about. thank you. About. I will pass on that. Yeah. But. My little brother? Yeah. That's... Does he have a SoundCloud? No, but he, he listens to songs oh. that are, like, like, would be in that camp. Okay. And he'll always be, like, laughing his head off. I'm like, dude, please. Yeah. No, please. Yeah, that's just trashy. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know. Music to me is very like it's one of the most important things in my life. Yeah. So I'm very picky about what I mm. what I listen to. You let to, into your life. What I let into my life, yes. Because well, this is one of the most important I'm glad that w- you let us in. I'm the same way though. Of course. You made the cut. Music, I know you are. Music is like the foundation for everything in my mm-hmm. life. And so but Life's I better with like the soundtrack. It, oh, the reason totally. I listen to rap yeah. And stuff is number one, I have an older brother. You're baddie. And I feel like right? I got a lot. Yeah, I am a baddie. I'll say it. <laughs> She's a baddie. I am a baddie. But I got a lot of it from my older brother. Mm. Like, he was in high school. I was in junior high, elementary school. Just picked it up. Mm-hmm. But um, when I'm at the gym, it makes me feel very, like, my, my like, God complex kind of yeah. kicks in. And I feel <laughs> unstoppable. Get that dopamine rush. And so... I can't relate to, like, the drugs and the money and the, like, killing, like, that kind of stuff. I can't relate to that in the songs, but it makes me feel, like, more amped up and more powerful and, like, I don't know. But also, some rap music, if you really listen to the stories that they're telling in the songs, some of it's very artistic. Oh, I have a lot of respect for, like, the poetry and, like, mm -hmm. the rhyming. Don't try to rewind this back as if you're part of the team like that. No, I have a lot of respect for it, but I just... Yeah, respect it. I respect it, but I don't... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You you. probably won't catch me listening. I'll listen to rap outside of the gym, but it's I know you're a classical girl. No, I do love classical music. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I... My grandma was my piano teacher. Okay. And... My whole life, like, both of us, music is, like... The foundation. How we were raised. Like, mm-hmm. I was raised piano lessons, singing in children's choirs. My family would sing in church all the time. Yeah. So piano music, classical music was a very big part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I study and stuff, that's what I'll listen to. It helps me focus really So it's like well. God, music, fitness. Yeah. Music, fitness maybe like, the same. I'd say God, music, fitness... Well, Allie. God, family, <laughs> music, fitness, diet coke. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. But, yeah. Those are 
a lot of my core memories in life revolve around music. Mm. So we've been to a lot of concerts together. Yeah, best ones. Best ones. Yeah. Oh, I think together. Walk the Moon was so good. Went to Walk the Moon together. That was really good. To, you mean together? Oh, either. Either. Oh. Um, I didn't know you guys went to concerts together. So We do. Yeah, yeah. we have. I think on it personally, Walk the Moon was the best one we've been to together. Traveling back to the beginning of this conversation, I think that has been a huge stepping stone in our friendship. Yeah. Is We've gone to a lot of concerts together. In high school, we would... On weekends, we would go to concerts, and we would spend a lot of hours at venues and stuff together. So that really I think there's something really healing about live music and bonding. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. when you are experiencing, like, live – it's almost spiritual. Like, live music with somebody. It's, like, connects you in a way that nothing else really – like, it's just – you have, a, like, a different connection. Yeah. I will say it. I truly feel the spirit. I feel when the spirit. I, I do. When I hear those songs that, like, mean something to me mm. live, it's, like, it genuinely is spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. And, like, I went to Coldplay last year. I grew up on a lot of Coldplay, and that was very, like, moving for me. I was like, oh, my gosh. I feel like there's a lot of Coldplay-like fans. Coldplay's so oh, good. Oh, they're huge. They're so good. See, I wasn't, like, turned on to them until... Like six months ago, they're mm-hmm. so good, super good. They are good. Yeah, you got to find really like good. the really good stuff. A yeah. lot of their stuff is very mainstream and poppy, but mm-hmm. they got some if you dig, super super, your good. soul will I be. It's hard so to catch them in concert though. Yeah, hard to catch well, you in a concert. Catch them in concert. Oh, they said it was gonna be their last tour. Yeah, so I don't know. You don't even understand the amount of FOMO I had because I you she sent me a video. You went to a Coldplay concert. Yeah, when last I was on year. my mission. And I dang, that was, was one so of my hard. concert. That's tough. Concert bucket list. Yeah. yeah, Coldplay was one of those. See, that's how I feel with Morgan Wallen. That is one of mine too. But I now I can't go. Should we just go? I'm gonna be in Idaho. Just let's let's go, and then we'll go up. Like I'll find, I'll get you up there somehow. I wish I could go. My ticket already got sold. <sighs> Tragic. Yeah, but yeah, you need to. Did you find out if the uh, sold? They gave them away. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But I might. I still might buy. What's your best concert ever? Yeah. I don't want to say. I don't, don't want to get made fun of. Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. I knew you would say that. In the pit, it was like. It was a very good concert. Magical, like I, unreal. I feel like they'd be a good. They're a good. They live put on concert. a good show. I don't love all their music, but they're. They a put good, on a really, really. That good makes show. a difference. If you can't perform, it's yeah. not going to be a good show. Yeah. The, it's all about the performance. I went. I saw a band called Hippocampus. Good band. Hor- I bored the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like, they sounded really good, but I was so bored. I was like, I would be fine leaving right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you're an engaging performer, it makes yeah. a difference. I'm trying to think of what mine would be. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I've been to so many good ones mm-hmm. that it would be hard to choose just one. I really like the 1975. They perform mm. very well. Yeah. They're I don't listen to them. Band. I don't listen to them like every day, but they perform really well in their graphics and visuals. Mm-hmm. Everything's really good. We used to. I used to listen to them every yeah. day. They were like for a long time our. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. John Mayer, mm-hmm. really good performer. He doesn't even like move around a ton, but just the way he interacts with the audience and talks. Yeah. Just a good show. Really good. I feel like his style's almost like, almost. Kind of, kind of like, almost like poetry, mm-hmm. you know, like in that coffee yeah. shop, and he says something, and then he's like, "I'm about to break this down for you." That's yeah. what I love about music and live performance mm-hmm. is 
like, everyone is so different. Yeah. Like, from, like, a Taylor Swift concert is, like, going to a Broadway show. Right. Yeah. And then going... That is crazy. Her concert, I've heard. That was definitely in my top... It's so good. Top five best performances. And then, like, it could be completely... Then John Mayer, who just sits there and plays his guitar. Like, you know, it's so different. But it's both, like, so cool and incredible. And, like, the way that they, you know... Yeah. And it's sitting, like, something that always hits me when I'm at a concert is I'll look at the crowd and think, all of these people around me are in different walks of life. I have no idea what they're going home to. I don't know what they're thinking about. And this is something that we have in common and are relating to. It really connects That's I think that's part of the spiritual aspect of it is that it makes you feel so connected to the artist and to the people around you. That's something that I think that's just in life, though, that, that... I think you're hitting on something bigger. I think when people come together and unite under something, mm-hmm. a common cause, a common liking, a common whatever, I feel like it's just like a powerful experience because mm-hmm. you all feel so united. Like that was the thing with like 9-11. Like yeah. everyone in America felt so united mm-hmm. under, you know, being American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And same with like even missionary work. I know that was one thing I just felt it was really cool like being in the the training center and being in the mission field where we were all there for the same unifying yes, cause. Super cool. And I think there's like that doesn't happen often. Yeah. But if we did it more, it'd be so much better yeah. for everybody. That's how I feel like when I'm making music. Yeah. Because like I love to listen to music, well, like, but I also where, where can we cast these songs? Oh, I don't you write music. Released? I don't write music. Oh, you don't. No. We're gonna be in the studio this week. Oh though. yeah, we we have a cover coming out. Just you wait. Yeah. But like, we did perform in church. We did about three weeks ago. You were there. I was. Yeah. We sang a song right. at the so podium. I grew up like I grew up singing with my sister and my dad a lot. Yeah. Like all the time. We just did a concert at the temple a couple of months ago. Like we, my sister writes music. Yeah. And releases music, and so, me and my sister could be like bickering and fighting and hating each other all day long but then as soon as she sits down at the piano I like make my way over and she gets annoyed that I'm there and she's like I just want to sing and play by myself but then we start singing together and it's like very unifying yeah you know it is Mm -hmm. yeah no it it, it's it's cool it's cool when people can just like come together around something it's super cool yeah yeah Mm -hmm. music seems to be like that one that's Everyone can connect to in some way, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you everyone know? can. It's universal. Yeah, it's cool. It's like just something that brings people closer, mm-hmm. which is neat. One guy I didn't think I didn't think I would really. He's not my style, so I didn't think I'd like it. But I went to a Dean Lewis concert, mm-hmm. and he was he was just fun to watch. Yeah, we had people were like passing out left and right in the in the place we were at because yeah. it was so packed, and they didn't have water and like the air oh, wasn't yeah. running. Like, literally, my friend passed out, yeah. and we caught her, and we had to take her out, but but he was fun to watch. Like, he just had a great presence on stage and mm-hmm. singing. I wouldn't say I was, like, a huge fan of his music beforehand, but right. But he definitely had some good songs, so. Yeah. Well, should we wrap it up here? How long does this usually go? Are uh, we over time, big time? No, 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 no. We sometimes, I go as long as 45 minutes. I think my shortest episode was, like, 35 well, we're at an hour and sixteen minutes. Yeah, that's so long. You guys are one of our lo- one of the longest ones I've had. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. think of all the stuff you got to cut out. No, actually, I usually don't cut like anything out. Typically. Really? Yeah, rarely. If this is bad, don't post it. No, no, this has been great. You guys are did awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. I think everyone. Once again, it's always hard, like, because I think we don't think we have anything to offer 
you know we're just like ah oh, we're just people yeah but people love like that's why I like doing the podcast is because there's so much you can gain from other people mm-hmm. just by understanding their walk of life and who they are because we all have even though we all have different things going on we all have similar stuff that's going on totally in our yeah. lives and so if like you can pick something up from that and go like oh wow that was interesting and oh I'm not the only one in this and there's just like a lot to learn from others and I think that's like one thing because this is I run this I don't really talk about much on this on on these but I run this through my nonprofit. And so, oh. yeah, and, like, one of the big things for the nonprofits is helping people, like, find mentorship and, and you know, find their path in life. So, um, but that's, like, one thing. That's why I, I love having people on because I think it gives people a glimpse of mentorship, if that makes mm. sense. I just had another thought. Yeah. One more thought. Drop it. Do kind it. of some advice. What? it's so hot i i I wish there was a way to fix it because the ac is not great and it doesn't get to these rooms well Mm. but if you turn on a fan it's like loud yeah you're not gonna yeah yeah, so i should really come in like two hours advance and cool the room down no this is great yeah don't worry about it it keeps it it keeps us awake right yes the heat it does like that's the opposite he's he's supposed to make you like you sleep good in the cold Really? Oh, that's true. Oh, I just posted about that. Is that why you're... No, you did? Oh, oh you don't watch my stuff? <laughs> What's that? All right, Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> so something that recently I've kind of realized that I do yeah. to help me through, not necessarily help me through, but that I've realized is beneficial, especially being a young single adult, um, is whenever I go to a friend's house or see adults or even meet random adults i really like to ask them yeah. about how they met their partner how their dating life was yeah. hearing other people's stories and experiences really kind of just reminds you that it's not going to look the same for everyone and your path is going to be different and you can learn a lot from just asking like adults in your life or strangers how they mm-hmm. met the person they married or their experiences, funny dating stories, mm-hmm. anything like that. It's it's fun to hear and it can be really beneficial in the long run to just give yeah. you a little bit of sanity and like remember it's not always going to be like this. My time will come and just hold on to that. Yeah. So talk to other people. Somebody's been down the path yeah. at one point. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is there. there's so many like and I think it has a lot to do with social media too. Is that we all kind of, there's like so much information out there mm-hmm. that we all, we, I think a lot of us are just like, oh, we're just figuring it out for ourselves or we heard this or that. But there's so many people, like, if you just sit down and think about who I know in my, my sphere yeah. of people, I guarantee you there's somebody who you can reach out to and be like, hey, like, what, what did you do for work? What's your career? Uh, how'd you get married? You know, how, how, how was this? How was that? And they'll, they're more than happy to, to, to tell you because people yeah. love talking about themselves. Yep. And, and and you'll gain so much more from that. And then also, I'm sure that they'll like you even more, and they're yeah. happy to mentor you. Relate. And, yeah. So there's always somebody. I was I was talking to a guy on a, a different episode, and that's something he emphasized a lot was that you know there's always someone in your circle you can go and get mentored by mm-hmm. and learn from. And like especially where he was talking about career specifically, and he mentioned like if you don't know what you want to do. Go talk to someone you know who's a banker and say, hey, can I just learn what it's like to be a banker? And you may go do it for a day and go, this is terrible. I have no desire to do that. So then go find another guy who's a realtor Mm -hmm. and and slowly find out what you're interested in. 
So yeah, there's a lot of value in kind of dropping your ego and realizing that you can learn something from any person on this planet. Like bars, anywhere you go, you can. Quote number two. You can <laughs> if you just let go of the awkwardness and the fear of approaching people. You can seriously ask strangers anything and learn a lot mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like. I kind of made a friend at the gym a little bit. I haven't talked to him, like, on oh, a personal Oh, so you do talk to people at the gym. Oh, oh no. shoot. Actually, the only people who really ever talk to me at the gym are, like, middle-aged men. And it's not in a creepy sense. Mm-hmm. But um, I had this guy come up to me, and he was like, you look like my best friend's daughter. But then I realized it wasn't her, so I was waving at you, and it, it wasn't even her. And so now every time I see him at the gym, we kind of just wave and, like, say good morning like how are you and we haven't even really had a bonding conversation yet but now that we just like broke that wall down it is like wow now I have just a friend and I know I could go up and talk to him if I wanted to so I don't know I've been wanting to really talk to him and like ask him more about his life and see what he has what knowledge he has to offer me but Yeah. yeah it's really but it makes you feel good yeah you know yeah like I think one, it makes you feel good. It's like, oh, I broke that, like, that awkward barrier. Like, I did something that I was mm-hmm. a little nervous to do. Mm-hmm. But then, two, it's like, it's just it's like, you, it's it's cool to connect with people. Yeah. Yep. I it think, just feels right. I think sometimes we forget that people are just people. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep. It's not no. that deep. And I, that's what my mission taught me is humans are just humans. Like, people are just people. Approaching random strangers sounds like crazy but then like when you do it you realize it's just another person like another person to meet and talk to you know um also traveling back to one of the first questions you had for us about how we make our friendship work (laughs) i think this actually just came full circle for me i just episode together i just realized (laughs) something that we do is when we're together we just do crazy stuff and so something we'll do is i'll be like okay oh (laughs) Like, I'll say, Allie, you won't go up to this stranger and say this, and she'll do it. And so I think we keep each other grounded in that sense that mm-hmm. life really isn't that serious, and we constantly are reminding each other that without saying it straight yeah. out. Like, by the way we do things and have fun, yeah, we remember that life is not serious, and yeah. it is just it's fun. fun. And life is people fun. don't care, and you can mess with, like, be nice, obviously, but, like, mess around a little and just, like... Don't take Let yourself go. too seriously. Yeah, that's we yeah. like to keep things lighthearted and fun. It's very, so. we have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, but kind of like we'll go down to Tempe and like talk to strangers, <laughs> and it's just like you really forget how easy it is to just go out there and like talk to people because yeah. we're raised to like not talk to strangers, obviously. But you I, can learn amazing things. I from think the there's people. more good people in the world than we think. Yeah, truth. Like we just met a guy named Quinn. Yeah. In Tempe. Cool guy. Yeah. He Picked him up off the side the of the road. Quinn, shout out. Shout out to Quinn. We miss you, Quinn. We can give you another ride if you need it. Yeah. Picked him up. Yeah. Took we, him home. That, my mom would not be happy if I said that, but we picked up a stranger. Oh, so. I told my mom. <laughs> I guarantee most people, too, are just as nervous about being talking to you Approached, and yeah. talking to others as you are. Oh, totally. So if you just, like, one, if you just buckle down and do it first... Everyone's going to be happier. Exactly. And two, you're going to feel like a baller because mm-hmm. you're totally. like, I just broke that barrier. Yeah. And we both wanted it to be done. Yeah. And I yeah. just did it. Well, yep. and you think 
like for me when strangers compliment me like I've never spoken to someone they're just like oh you look like your hair looks really good or like just any compliment I'm like wow like that must have taken a lot for them to come up to me I know it would take me a little bit we could do a whole other podcast I need to learn how to drop my ego more I'm working on it but that's the next episode how to drop an ego yeah well just how to okay I have so much to say about this I have so much to say about this give the viewers the preview of what (laughs) he's like this is gonna be good okay let me I already said we were getting new equipment, so we're I have to bring a, you back. We're doing yeah. a part two. So we could talk for hours. We, I could talk forever about this, literally. Yeah, make make this the, the record the record long podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we already have. Yeah, I have to check. There was another person I've interviewed, and it was – I think it was a, an hour 15. So we are – I think we broke it, but nice. I have to Good. Check. Okay. I think that being scared to compliment somebody is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Why? Literally, why? Here's one of my core maybe you, memories. Maybe, maybe you sound like a creep every time that comes out. No, it's not creepy. This is one, this is one of my core memories. I, I don't even remember how old I was. I was in sign language, so I must have been a sophomore or they a junior. They signed it to you. Huh? They signed this compliment to you? Well, I left my sign language class to go pee. Oh. I was having a bad day for some reason. I was pissed off with the world. And I went to the bathroom, and then as I was walking back to the class... Yeah. Um, there's, so it was like an indoor hallway, and then you had to go outside, and then right across was the bathroom. Mm. This was – and then anyway, – okay. So then I was walking back to the hallway door, and some random boy opened the door for me, and he said, you're really pretty. And I was like, oh, thank you so, so much. So I, nice. I, that was so nice. And yeah. it didn't seem weird. It didn't seem like – and I was like, why are we too scared to, like, compliment people? Like, just tell someone you think they're pretty. Tell someone you think they're handsome. Mm-hmm. Tell someone you like their hair. Tell someone that they make you laugh. Like, why Why is we, Why are we so scared to do that? No one's going to be mad at you for complimenting them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we're just so – I think we're just so focused on ourselves most of the time. It's so dumb. You know? Well, we're so selfish. And in we're this day and age, own issues I and feel like insecurities. we think that things have to mean something mm, as well. True. It doesn't have to mean, like, you're to. in love with them. No, you it's just a You can tell someone they're beautiful yeah. for no reason just because you yeah. think they're – Gorgeous. See, I think that's the disadvantage of a busy society, you know? Because, like, for example, when I go up to Idaho, and it's, like, a town of, like, 900 people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, everyone's driving, just taking their time, waving every time you pass yeah. them, right? Because it's, like, it's just life. It's slow. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It's just, this is life. When you get down into, the, like, place where here, where there's tons of people, you know, and we're all focused on all these things, trying to go, 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 mm-hmm. you know, I think it just turns people more inward, yeah. Well, and I think, though, something that's amazing to me is being in a busy society and then having a random day when a stranger does come up and compliment you, it kind of stops you in your tracks. And you're like, oh, deep breath. Like, I'm a human. Like, someone loves me. Someone thought of me. Like, it can be very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And those are the moments in life where I feel like you really can reflect and mm-hmm. stop and be like, oh, it's not that serious. Like, yeah. We're just living. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep moving. And it gives you the adrenaline to keep moving forward. It also doesn't have to be a compliment. Like, today, I was on my way to work. I stopped at a gas station to get hot Cheetos. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, Diet Coke, and... Ghost Energy. Ghost Energy. Dude, this one is so good. No, it's gross. It's so banger. That's really gross. Tastes like straight sugar. Even though there's probably... There's no sugar. Yeah, it tastes like straight sugar, though. Tastes like straight chemicals. Straight... I don't know if this has aspartame. Is that the... It's really gross. I like it. It literally burns my tongue now. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I was checking out, and the lady working 
like looked me in the eyes, gave me eye contact, was very kind. And then she was like, what do you do for work? So we just like talked oh, for a few minutes. I love that lady at QT. No, it was at like a random Chevron in Gilbert. Oh, really? QT yeah. Is the best, though. Yeah. Quick, quick trip is and my celestial Chevron. kingdom. Huh? And the Chevron. And the Chevron. This place where you went. Oh, right. Yes, it was nice. It was great. She yeah. was so nice. And so I told her I was a nanny and then I, you know, we just got to talking and I'm like, do you have any kids? And so we just like started talking and I'm like, that was so like just good. Like she's just yeah. a good person. She could have just said, have a nice day. But she asked me what I do. And then we just like had a cute little conversation. So sweet. You know? Beautiful. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really is those little, it's the little things, I think. It, it is, is the little things. We overlook the little things, but it's the little things that make the big difference. Yeah, they stop you in your tracks. Bars. Bars. Well, check me out mic. on Twitter and threads. The copycat Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Elon beats Mark. Oh. Their UFC fight. I, I hope that so. happens. That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. Who do you think would win? I think Elon well, would win. here's the thing. Zuckerberg's been training in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for... Really? Yeah, for, for at least a few months. He's been... But if they're like... They're not doing jujitsu though. No, but that's it's a it's a form of MMA. So I know. So there's a lot of discussion where because any training, if you're done any training in something, you're gonna be have the advantage over someone with no training. Okay. Like street fight, maybe just like punching it out, maybe. But if you have some training, you're definitely gonna have that advantage. But Zuckerberg's a small guy. He's tiny. And Elon's got a significant size advantage. Yeah. So. I don't know. I personally, I think I want Elon to win. I, I just do. think that would be w- way better. I just think that'd be hilarious. Especially now, I like threads. Don't get me wrong, I love threads. But it is basically Twitter. So, yeah. kind of like, from, there's a side of me that doesn't like that. But, uh, I don't know. I think I think Elon. Team Elon? I'm Team Elon. Should we make shirts? Yeah. Team Elon? Next time you come Baby on. Tees. Next time Baby you come tees. on, we'll wear, we're, we're, we'll wear Team Elons. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be hype. And then we'll sell them through the nonprofit. Yeah. As a, as a charity event. Okay. Yeah, not a charity Let's event, but uh, as a fundraiser. Okay. That'd be hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's cool. My sister's starting a, uh, like, a, a merch clothing brand. Fun. I'll tell Sweet. her to do it. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Team Elon. That'd be hype. Yeah. That'd be really cool. <sighs> so here's my Instagram. Yeah. Oh, plug yourself. Yeah, go ahead. Allie. A L L I E Cat K A T Lovin L O V I N. You can find me there on Instagram and on TikTok. TikTok. And my Snapchat is Oh you're doing Snapchat. No, please. Allie A L L I E underscore Lovin L O V I N. Let's not encourage the Snapchat use. <laughs> my Instagram is Mallory S Brown. But it's M A L L O R Y. That's it. I'm only plugging. If my If you can't Instagram. spell the rest, don't, don't even hit her up. <laughs> if you can't spell the color brown, we're gonna have some the issues. S stands for Sarah. The S stands for Swagalicious. Let me also. I'm not a cat girl. The cat in my name is because my middle name is Catherine. Oh, so. I literally thought it was like you know where they say like Alley Cat. That's my nickname, Alley Cat. Right. Because my middle name is Catherine. That's why I thought. But that's why it's with a K, not a C. You can request me on Facebook if you want. It's just Mallory Brown. Mine is Allie Lovin on Facebook, so. Dang. Well, girls, thanks for coming on the pod. Girls, Coming on the program. This was hype. 
Thank you so much for having us. Hype beast. Got any more bars to drop before we... uh... I'll save them for next time. All right. I think we have a lot to cover next time. All right. Let's wrap it up here. Thanks, guys. Should we say a prayer? Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming to the... The Matt McCurdy McCurdy Program. Program. We're definitely using the first take of that. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 